Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm Shannon Feltus. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You, you Are, are that. that. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. Today mm-hmm. on our podcast, we have a very special guest, near and dear to my heart, artist, musician, and passionate angler. We have Brandon <laughs> Swanson. Yay! Hi, hey. Brando, aka Olaf. How's it going? How are you? Doing very well. Passionate angler. That's probably the best intro you've done. I was fishing this morning. I'm, I'm that <gasps> passionate. He is that passionate. He's married, so he doesn't need to use that content for any sort of woman getting. Right. There's no Tinder fishing. (laughs) No, no Tinder fishing. (laughs) He's holding that fish up because he's providing for his family. You know? He's got that big bass. Oh, totally. I, just, I threw him back to you. Hello. How's it going? See you later. <laughs> hey, pal. Catch you tomorrow. Oh, I Bye. love yeah. it. Where are you fishing? Because you are in Nashville. I lived in Nashville for a short period. So we live right next to uh, Percy Priest, which is like a pretty big lake that's over yeah. here. It's a reservoir, which is pretty rad. So there's no residential property on the lake. Oh, cool. The reason why I go out there, A, because I love fishing, but B, just because I can I can just really like get away and like just cut ties with the world, you know? <laughs> You're not dealing with somebody with a backyard that backs up to a lake. Exactly. Or like weird lake boaters. Property bullshit. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there is like a bunch of like, you know, like pleasure boaters and stuff, which is totally fine. But once you're out there, like you don't see like houses and docks and stuff nice. like that. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It is also the home of Nashville Shores, which is oh yeah, Nashville's water park. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Filled with screaming, crazy it's children. It's just a, a pee fest, if you think about it. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it's just a pee fest. that lake is, you know, it has like a tumultuous past for sure. Ooh. I mean, they, they feel like they find bodies in there like once, nice. every, once, once every year, once every couple of years. Well, there's no residents around it. That's the perfect place to dump. And it's got exactly. like freeways. Ooh. All the getaways around. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yep. Back to fish. You Is this why <laughs> okay. you don't bring the fish home? Because you're like, I don't know what cadavers you are full of. Well, I mean, I mainly fish for like largemouth and smallmouth bass, and they don't really taste very good. So I mm-hmm. usually just let those ones go. And I, I don't know. I feel like even the ones, like a species that you could take in, 
I don't know if I would just because I don't know. I just yeah. heard like sketchy things about the lakes. <laughs> There's a lake back where we grew up in our late teens that has questionable fish. Like mm-hmm. we joke about the three-eyed Simpson fish in that lake. <laughs> I like to catch them and throw them back. I I'm just like, like the process okay. of it. I yeah. think fishing yeah. is like so mellow, so mm-hmm. pretty. Yeah. Speaking of weird missing person vibes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brandon, oh, have you ever Googled your name, Brandon Swanson? Ooh. I, I'm aware. You're, are you aware of the missing missing man from 2008 who disappeared? Here, here what? I am. Where's Brandon Swanson? Here he is. Crack the code. Fabulous. There's no way. He doesn't have your cute nose. That's true. Um, <laughs> I was trying to find like cute like promo pictures and things that we can oh, use for your review. I was where this is coming from. Okay. No, and I clicked and it was just like missing. <laughs> have you seen me? And like the controversies there are people do YouTube videos of like the scandalous disappearance. Like where did Brandon go? Or Brandon Swanson. Oh yeah. And it's right? actually not even that far away from where I grew up. It's maybe like 20 or 30 minutes or something like that. What? It could be you. Yeah. There's multiple Brandon Swansons. Was this Midwestern? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I love I love that you're Midwestern. But then like you got Brooklyn and now you're Southern. Like you're living all the facets, all the dreams and the chapters. Yeah, I'm trying to experience it all, you know. Nice. Have you been up here yet? Like to live? No, I haven't. Next on your list. It it definitely is. If, I mean, that's like the only direction I really could go. True. You circle <laughs> the other side just I mean, fine. I'm, you have to make He just burrows around. down. He's <laughs> underground now. I'm a, I'm a fugitive on the East Coast. So I can't go He's back there. He's missing. <laughs> um, we have great fishing though, just to entice you. So. Oh, I know. I actually bought a bunch of like uh, travel fishing stuff with nice. full intentions of like being like, cool. Now I can just like buy a plane ticket somewhere and be like, cool, I'm going to go fishing there. And I have all That's my awesome. stuff. Like a fold up rod and reel and all your tackle. And you're like, got it. Yep. Perfect. <sighs> just spending money on shit I'll probably never use. Hey, welcome to <laughs> the pandemic life. It's called a hobby, yep. man. It's called a yeah. hobby. <laughs> it's called a hobby. Okay. Yep. That's what they're there for. Checks I learned how to fly fish by just borrowing other people's shit. That was pretty fun. <laughs> That's the smartest way to do that. That's expensive. Totally. And it's like, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. I can't use anything that I have. And I have mm-hmm. like thousands of dollars of shit for fishing right now. This, I can't use any of it for fly fishing. No, it's a totally different. It's like two different sports. It's like yeah. you can't play basketball with a tennis It's ball. like it's acrylic and oil painting. Yeah, totally. I went literally hard in the paint for <laughs> acrylics. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and now that was I'm, a good one. Now I'm like, oh, well. Maybe I'll dabble well, in some oil. Why do I race myself to blend like oil paint where I could just do oil paint and then the back of my brain goes, because you're impatient, bitch, and that shit takes so much time to dry, right? <laughs> you can't just switch. switch but that's it why up. I like oils is because it fills my my need to start a project and then walk away from it and then come back to it later. <laughs> sure. So, like when it's dry, I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta finish that thing. Painting's <laughs> oh, <yeah. Holy. laughs> fun in little chunks. I only painted with oils one time when I was in like ninth grade, I think. And yeah, I remember that was like the cool and interesting thing about oil painting is that you could kind of like mess around with it push some some paint around and then like the next day like you could like mm-hmm. still still mess around with it and like oh, okay cool <laughs> if you do it thick enough you can fuck with it for days it's weird yeah well that's the thing i, I think I, there was so much of it on there that it was like it had to have been like a quarter inch of just oil paint i don't even know if it's fully dried yet to be honest. <laughs> still in a box somewhere gooey Stuck to something. Just muddy. Fucking masterpiece. (laughs) So fun. Well, Brandon, would you like to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Oh, okay. Uh, 
It's <laughs> our favorite response. Oh, <laughs> where are you from? Where did you go? What did you do? Who are you now? Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, I was born in Minnesota, 1982, long ass time ago. I moved to Florida in 2002, and then I moved to New Jersey in 2004, and then I moved to New York in 2005, and then now I'm in Nashville, and I moved here in 2019, I believe. So here I am now. Here I am, and you are a wonderful tattoo artist. Thank you. Which is crazy because I'm like the nerdy girl in the group that like I'd go to music, but I was always like, look, I drew a picture of you. Like I was always like, I'm an artist. (laughs) I didn't know you did art until you started like posting about your tattoo designs. Sure. And I was like, that's secret talented little fuck. Like you hit it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I mean, I was always like the art kid in school. Um, I always joke with people. It's like when I was supposed to be like reading my textbooks, I was really just drawing on them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you can relate. Oh, totally. Um, but then when I started playing music, I li- I kind of went on like a hiatus of like visual art. I, I feel like with my creative juices, they can only at least back then I was only allowing it to go to one sort of avenue. You know. Well, they say that humans can't multitask, and it's the whole like jack of all trades, master of none. So you were like honing your musical skills, and also in that element, you have so many members of a band. You have timelines Mm -hmm. for finishing shit you have like studio time is very finite all encompassing when you're in it yeah you're not giving it 100 percent. you're not getting anywhere with it for sure you're right you have the pressure of everyone else being like brandon you know get your head out of the clouds get your head out of the sketchbook man come on yeah (laughs) those better be really emotional lyrics about a raindrop on a window bro (laughs) if not they're trash (laughs) i get really impressed by people who are like oh i went camping and like whipped out my little watercolor set and like just painted the lake yeah then i made dinner for the kids and i'm like who are you where do you find all this time to like mentally stop your lists and your shit to actually like just create art in the middle of chaos and i can't imagine tour life and music life again you're dealing with so many other factors it's not just you creatively and everyone's like pulling for your attention it's like a club you know it's like a brotherhood they're like either you're in it all the way committed man or you're out we're gonna give you shit until we replace you (laughs) well at least like then you know i was i started touring when i was i guess i was 20 and uh you know from age 20 to like 30 Five thirty-six or something it was like kind of when I did like the most of my touring, <clears throat> and at least like the first you know three quarters of that, like you don't really have any responsibilities. Like I didn't have like any bills. I didn't even have an apartment for like five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. You guys like drop life, and you're like, I am Van. Yeah, it was like nine plus months out of the year. You know, just like yeah. going hard. So you didn't really need an apartment. Yeah, my parents were paying for like my cell phone bills so that way they knew that i was still alive (laughs) right those were classic days and back then they were paying for your cell phone bill but this was still in the days of like roaming charges Mm -hmm. we were kids dipping our toe in like canadian areas we were like what's roaming here who will find out when our parents get the bill in six months (laughs) yeah Um, you guys i can't text anymore because i already am over my limit of texting so limited (laughs) 
that's wild i forget about that totally. and i'm a novelist with texting so i was like really financially <laughs> invested in my friendships yeah. remember when like you only had to pay for texts that went out but the ones that you received you didn't have to pay for or something? yes that was pretty cool it was free incoming so you'd just be like this is my last text i need yeah. you to text tell me, me everything. when you get there tell me about the party <laughs> yeah tell yeah. me everything and then call me after five o'clock or you're dead to me yeah exactly free nights and weekends yeah, that was my life <laughs> Don't on that flip phone, phone. you're like i'll just be over here playing snake until my minutes get back yep, got that so nokia cute. oh my god <laughs> nokia was the only one to have my yeah. dad would call the me brick. and be like why am i paying like 7.99 why is there 7.99 on my bill like why can't you buy one ringtone bonnie why do you have to have all the ring and it wasn't even the music it was like the keyboard style oh. of whatever the song was Oh my god! And you had to text one letter all to get to the thing. And you're like, Dad, you don't understand how expensive those texts were, but how long they took me. T nine. That was like T nine. I want to get a tattoo that just says T nine. Brandon's your man. I got you. American classic. It will look beautiful. You know what's crazy is I think Bonnie tried to send me to you when I was in New Jersey. Yes, because you were recording for the Food Network show, and I had tattoo ideas. And she's like, Oh my god, you have to look up Brandon. Oh, that's right. Well, we'll make it happen one day. Yes. Oh my well, god. I told her we just need another reason, like a positive reason to go back to Nashville. And I have like sister tats. three people I love. And then go. all the people I've been friends with mm -hmm. since I was like 20 something all moved there like either right before I left or just like right after. Can I tell oh the meet cute? Oh yes, please. Okay. So how I met Brandon. Okay. Yeah. You rolled through Portland with Further Seems Forever at the height of the How to Start a Fire mm. album. Sweet. So it was like right before it released, like mm -hmm. the EP, the sample Ooh, like came the out. Two yep. tracks on it was one like CD two fucking out. tracks yeah. that I they wiped them clean right off that CD. The sound in, was it Pride War? Yes. God. Those were like heavy hitting jams. Mm -hmm. So good. So I listened to them on repeat. I also had come from like my high school, early teen memories of music were Christian based. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Further Seems Forever had that like almost Christian, but like still cool and secular vibe. Totally. The hands in the air, harmony. Next door to Jesus. Real but not. Real drive. Yeah. It was like, yeah. it gave me those feelings where I like wasn't doing bad by listening to it. And I could be sure. all like, holy, holy, I'm invested. So <laughs> I met you. I think. I had like a trio of girls with me and I think how okay. we, we got to you, <laughs> how we oh, got oh. to the big members, infiltrated the we did, yeah, we classic. met Jordan who mm -hmm. was like your merch, but like everything guy. Yeah. Jordan Lightner. And we like befriended Jordan. He's a great guy. How could you not be friends with him? I had a little crush on him for a while. Got that raspy voice. All the girls had crushes on like everybody. Right. And I was yeah. always like, I, I love the dudes in the band, but I don't like want to yeah. kiss them. You're like, I want to be best <laughs> friends with them. And then forever. I want to make out with but the like, guy. He might be temporary. Right. So like, let's put our mouths and I'm together. Like, Give me a guitar tech. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, right. <laughs> I want the ones that are disposable. Yeah. I what, Is it going to be awkward later? No, they won't be around. It's Perfect. fine. They're going to yeah. move on. <laughs> Jordan was having nothing to do with it because I was like, awkward. I don't know. I didn't know what to do with boys. I just like grew up with brothers. So I was just right. like, all boys yeah. are my friends. We, we had a lot of guy friends and we were pretty totally. oblivious. For yeah. A while. Yeah. Jordan was also, he was like 10 years older than us at the time. Oh my gosh. Yes. So you guys are just kids. Aww. I was a child and he was like, get away from me, child. And I was like, I love how like unapproachable you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love how quiet you are. And when we say things to you, you just kind of like give us a dismissive nod. But like, 
he was he was so nice for sure but also like was very clear that he wanted nothing to do with some like, like 20 year old girl hold my beer i'm here for this and he was like i'm straight edge go away and take your beer yeah. like at the time he was just like fuck off with all that oh my totally. he couldn't have been more opposite i love this and i think it's like two other girls in our group had crushes on him and they're like he says something <laughs> so it was like if they liked him then i was like oh well i'm gonna throw my you name in the right? hat oh my god yeah here we go. Didn't pan out. But what did pan out was we ended up going to like Seattle on that tour. We drove to Boise and that was my first car accident I ever got in. Oh, totally shit, worth it. Right. On oh our way God. home from Further Seams Forever in Idaho, we drove four hours totally and then it. just turned around and went home after like hanging out after the show oh. and drove home and we fell asleep in the car and I woke up to my friend's body like flying in the air because she didn't have a seatbelt on and I was her seatbelt and we oh. were like getting in a car accident. We were like, an hour from home when it happened and i was like she lived she the way we're all alive sounded real rough so she was asleep it was like her limb body was flying there but she was very tiny so i was like i got you (laughs) (laughs) i save you now and we were listening to will smith oh no her her brother was because he we somehow we talked to her little brother like you've never heard this band you're in dance music you're gay and you love britney but like come to idaho with us like drive us in your car he fell asleep at the wheel and oh we were listening God. to Big Willie style. And <laughs> that's I, why. Yes. And every Shim has a thing against Will, Will Smith, Smith forever. Yeah. So it's valid. Listening now. to Will Smith, I was like, holy, holy shit. This is not a way I want to wake up. She's like, this is not I want to go out. A levitating. She just looked no. like she was floating in the air. Like I was asleep. And then she was floating in front of me. And we were oh listening to God. Will Smith. And it was like a lot. Yeah. It was too much, terrible. one would say. Man. But again, we got home and we were like, let's sleep for four days. That was exhausting. Wow, what a time we had. And then bound by trauma just to finish it off. <laughs> and then, Brandon, you and I kept in touch with each other via oh, AOL uh-huh. Instant Messenger. Oh, classic. Yeah. And then later we would talk on the phone. And it's cute that you remember not having an apartment or anything because I remember calling and asking uh, Mama Swanson, <laughs> yeah. hey, is Brandon home on the landline? And she'd be like, oh, dear, let me go check. She's so Minnesotan. Definitely. <laughs> so regionally, that was like my first dose of like a real life like bobby's world mom <laughs> oh 100 oh and if she was like oh he just went outside for a second like let me check below. she like put the phone down and then come back and be like you know i can't find him i'd be like how's your day going i would talk to your mom <laughs> and just like loved her accent she was so sweet and then you'd come and run into the phone and we'd talk yep. for a little bit and then we would three-way call with a friend oh my god and it was very like pure and innocent and fun and tour was always that thing like yeah an album came out you went on tour people take it for granted because like as a person that's just like waiting for the bands to come back it was always like like, so are you guys coming back on tour and you're like i don't know if we're gonna go on tour like everyone acted like it was a one-off thing and like i don't know i hope we go on another oh like it was probably not gonna happen again oh my god (laughs) it was really cute it was like so innocent yeah i mean that's the thing like with at least back then you had to have like material to like tour off of chances are unless you're one of those one-off bands that people are just obsessed with and they don't care how many times they see you Mm -hmm. like you can you can go to like the same city like two maybe three times like on like the same record Mm -hmm. and then you just start seeing people like dropping off like as far as like tickets you know what i mean you're like okay there's less people coming we got to get more material only bonnie ticket yeah (laughs) looks like we got yeah we got two tickets sold today one is bonnie the other one uh oh it looks like okay the uh the record label bought that one okay (laughs) 
And I'm like, just play me these same songs forever and then let's hang out. And that was fantastic (laughs) and fun. And then you went to Brooklyn. Yep. And you and Vinny from The Mm -hmm. Movie Life Mm -hmm. and a bunch of other talented dudes joined together to make I'm Avalanche. Which I love. Correct. Thank you. Which was like rock and roll mayhem. It had that like gritty vintage vibe mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. after doing such like melodic stuff it felt more for Anthony, a long time. Which was really my thing. Yes. I was yes. really into good Charlotte at that moment, too, which is really bad. <laughs> Do not compare <laughs> I'm, I'm the I'm avalanche not comparing to good Charlotte. I'm just saying that was How like. How dare you? I like that, like it, you like an you anthem. Up. I do love. I love shit. I could like, like do stuff it's like too. a like, like riot it. rock where yeah, you just get to like really... throw your fists in the air, yeah. and if you get elbowed in the tooth, you're just so like fuck it. it, and you spit blood on that person, and you rock oh, on. That was that was the whole vibe with Avalanche too. We just wanted to kind of be like a like a party band, you know. Yes. Like, nothing was like too like unattainable, like as far as the songs, like you, you know, you could just like bob your head to like all of them. You know, yes. the melodies would get stuck in your head really quick. A lot of the songs were about partying with your friends and stuff so when you go to the show everybody's partying with their friends and it's just like it's a party camaraderie it's perfect yeah. it's like it's real good yeah and it was a good cast of characters agreed yep. i just felt like you guys all melded together it became like it's that east coast vibe that west mm-hmm. coasters kind of daydream about where they're all good old boys like after the show you guys all like roll your cigarettes up in your white shirts slick back <laughs> your cool guy hair well, cool adjust your suspenders and then east like coast to west coast. go like start trouble yeah like, you guys were just like yeah out for trouble but like you're also y'all like real good guys <laughs> yeah we didn't get into too much trouble i mean i'm not saying we didn't get into any trouble i'm just saying we didn't get into like any real trouble you never got caught i was just yeah. Yeah. That's the good. <laughs> yeah <laughs> There were no charges pressed. The whole reason why that band came together is because when Vin was still in the movie life and I was in Further Seems Forever, we did a co-headlining tour. Mm -hmm. So that's how we met. And then I stopped playing with Further and movie life broke up and he like hit me up and he was like, hey dude, he's like, I'm starting a new band. I want you to play guitar in it. You remember our chemistry, bro, from tour? <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro, I miss you. I miss you, too. I miss you. Do you want to, like, tour together forever? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Will you Aww. be my avalanche? Yes, bro. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, at the time, I, like, moved back to Minnesota, and I was, like, going to be like, okay, am I going back to college? There's, like, a couple other bands that will go unnamed that were hitting me up to, Ooh, you know. you were in demand. To be, like, another touring guitar player, basically. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And Vinny, he's like, look, dude, I want you to be in my band. He's like, I don't want you to be the touring guitar player. I want you to be in the band. Founding I, member, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and we got two shows booked in England already. And so you nice. need to move to Brooklyn like now. <laughs> Learn the music. We're going to England. And you're like, fuck yes. Yeah. Yep. All it takes is it. one good snowfall in Minnesota. And you're like, oh, yo, remember other places? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go there. <laughs> Your mom's like, see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, honey. <laughs> see you in the spring. <laughs> Don't forget your coat. <laughs> so crazy how small the band world is mm-hmm. and it really is qualifying when somebody's like i want you to be in the band we're writing the album yep. together i want yeah. your contribution like yep. but to be like a studio member or a touring member it's fun 
and you get totally. to meet new people and you get to travel, but, but there is that other band. You're not, it's different. You're always waiting to be replaced. Like, are they going to get yeah. a, another guy they wanted first? Now he's open mm-hmm. after this tour. Or we're tonight we steal have so-and-so from such and such. Yes. It's like, which, yeah. you that's know, in awesome. some cases that's so cool. Cause you're like, who's going to be, to grow out who's going to be on this tour with them? What yeah. name is going to be on this tour with them? But then yeah. there's so many bands that I'm friends with where I'm like, oh, I know this guy from that band. And I probably said it like 30 times because yes. that band had like 30 members. Yes. <laughs> and we Which talked about love. this with Ian yeah. from the Aquabats who we had on. <laughs> right. And I told you, Brandon, I was like, I, we asked him if he knew you because he's part of the Further Seems Forever fraternity. Oh, cool. It's crazy to me because I feel like Further Seems Forever is such a big chapter of my life of and so like many the love lives. of my music. But yeah. it's, there's several chapters of Further mm-hmm. Seems Forever. You either started oh, yeah. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Everyone has been in Further Seems Forever. Yep. It's a very cool feeling to have something that's like solid and gritty under your feet calling your name and being like, get back to Brooklyn. And then yep. we're going to go party in England. And was that your first time in England? Uh, no, I went uh, with Further as well. The movie life supposed to be on tour with Funeral for a Friend, I believe. Oh. In England. Yeah. Movie life it's broke up. So Further Seems Forever jumped on that tour because we were already in England because we had just got off tour with Coheed and Cambria and Thursday. Mm-hmm. I just got goosebumps. What a lineup. Yeah. The crazy thing about it was since we were replacing Movie Life, obviously all the kids in England were really wanting to see the Movie Life. And I remember Brandon Riley taught me a couple of Movie Life like riffs and stuff and to like fuck with nice. the fans every once in a while. I would like start playing a Movie Life song and then stop. Oh. And they're like, yeah, oh wait. That's such a big <laughs> oh, move, but I love that. <laughs> One of my favorite moments, including you, Brandon, it was such a trip because you moved to Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. you were there for a little while, and then you got a loft, a loft that I believe had like a cool rooftop. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember if it was you or Eric I was on the phone with, but you were roommates with Eric Roberts. Oh, my God. From Gym Class Heroes. No way. What a crossover. Y'all were having a party on your rooftop. Sounds about right. I was talking to someone. They were drunk. Might have been Eric. And he was like, Brandon, I'm talking to Bonnie Dutch. And you were like, Bonnie, I know her. And then you came up. But then the weirdest twist on it was somebody heard you yelling my name and came over and grabbed the phone out of your hands. And I was like, who is this? And he's like, hey, I know you. You're Bonnie Dutch. You're from Portland. And I was like, who is this? And he was like, this is Daryl. And I was like, <laughs> Daryl Palumbo? And he was like, yeah, it's terrible. You know me. And I was like, oh, I do know you. So like the singer of Glassjaw was just like on yep. your roof, heard my name, came over drunk and grabbed the phone. And then all of you were like, come over, come over. It was like the most devastating oh, moment in my 20 year old self drunk moment where I was ever. like, God, if only I could teleport because that's the party I want to be at right, right now. That was Brooklyn in a nutshell. There was like oh, so many people 40, 40. living close. You know, I was like, cool, I'm going to jump on the subway for 20 minutes and I'm going to go get a couple beers with this person and then we're going to go on this rooftop. And then, you know, it was I a fucking love New York. Then, then we're going to talk to Bonnie on the phone and make her feel like a real piece of shit. Yep. She's in Portland. <laughs> She's looking at a bunch of trees out Come on over. building in I sight. I know. Go, oh, go, go party with all the people I like love and respect. That'd be really dope. You're like, I'm 3,000 miles away. She right. hangs up and she's like, I fucking hate it. I so much. <laughs> I just go crawl on my roof. I'm on a rooftop, two guys. Oh, on my own. <laughs> but it also made me go, how annoying was I my whole life being like, Bonnie Dutch, Bonnie Dutch. I, if that was a name that someone heard across your roof and went, yep. 
I know that name. I was like, right? I was good at marketing. <laughs> I never just said good Bonnie. Good or bad or otherwise. I will say that it was interesting when people are like, you're Bonnie Dutch's sister. And I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> we have the same fucking face and we sound exactly the same. <laughs> so like, why did I think that was a mystery? <laughs> They called me as one name. It was one. You were like Madonna, but it was not one name. It was just two, <laughs> two blended smashed together. together. Right. You started tattooing in Brooklyn. Yep. Now you're in Nashville tattooing. Was this like a childhood thing? Did you have artists in your family? Um, I, my mom was artistic, but she wasn't like ever like a painter or like drawing. She could come up with crafty stuff pretty easily. I don't know why I'm just picturing her like doing some like sweet ass plaid mousse stencils along oh the top God. of that kitchen. I mean, she probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just take everything I know about Minnesota from the airport, oh uh, which is from the airport. Woodland as fuck. Oh, yeah. Well, we got the caribou coffee. <laughs> it's warm and cozy. It's cozy. It's so cozy. It's mm -hmm. so cozy. <laughs> and it's full of moose and bear and plaid and fur. And it's everything I wanted in my life. Yep. This is like oh how I want other people in the world to picture America. Oh, yeah. Like they shouldn't picture New York. No. It's just supposed to be like a cabin, you know, yes. there's a cabin vibe everywhere. America is a cabin like giving you a warm, smoky woodland hug. Mm -hmm. it. Yep. And then covering you in snow, forcing you all to be fucking cozy and eat warm goulashes. Mm -hmm. Eat life. lots of food. Have some, mm. have some drinks to stay warm. Yeah, well, you have to. Yeah. Hot toddy. I was kidding. <laughs> I can't even do the accent. Oh. Dear mom's accent. What kind of pop do you guys got? <gasps> oh, pop. Oh, oh. <laughs> Go out into the garage and get yourself a pop. <laughs> Am I Boston? Really? Yeah, I don't know. Where are you from? I don't know. Shannon has lens accents. I know. Do you love how in Nashville everything's a Coke? Have you noticed that? I have. And it's definitely confusing. It's like, well, what kind of Coke? Waitress looks you in the eye and says, <laughs> what kind? And you say, can I have a Coke? A cola kind of coke like what really? everywhere else a coke is like the no. brown shit totally. but in nashville it was so weird to me when i sat down with people for the I'd first time so and they're mad. like can i get a coke light ice and they're like what kind and they're like fanta and i was like no that's an orange soda you're dumb <laughs> no that's not coke anything with bubbles is coke fuck that isn't yeah, that weird pretty pretty weird i love that you bopped around enough places you kind of have like a feel like you lived in florida is that how you got hooked up with further because they're a floridian so basically jason the second singer from further him and i were best friends from like age like 15 or 16 until you know Aww. all through like further and stuff like that oh sweet babies when the moon is down came out we were both like obsessed with that record i mean it's it's an amazing record one with chris mm -hmm. carano the songs are incredible the musicianship is you know, top notch. And then I remember somehow we heard that they were looking for a singer and they're like holding like auditions or something like that. So like we were joking around we're like, dude, like you should totally like try out. And he like put together this like press kit of himself, like a fucking headshot. And, like, oh, <laughs> nice. And, like some like stuff that he recorded, like he was in a hardcore band at the time. So it's like, here's like some songs of me, like screaming a bunch and singing a little bit. Anyways, he sent those down to them and then they flew him down. He tried out. And then I think they actually played a joke on him. And when he got back, they called him back and were like, Hey, you know, we really like you offering him like a, like a roadie job or something like that. Oh, like a dick move. And then nice. they're like, they're like, just kidding. Like, you know, you're in. <laughs> he was down there for about a year. And their other touring guitar player ended up just not working out. And he was like, oh, like my friend Brandon plays guitar. You know, he can come down here. At the time, I had just done two years of community college, nice. um, which was, you know, it's like an extension of high school. 
That's what I hail from. You're like, no one's yeah. making me go to the class. I have to make myself. That's like the only no. difference. Then you're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start taking only pottery classes. Well, check this out. So I did my two-year associate in arts degree. Perfect. And I didn't talk to any uh, like guidance counselors or anything like that. Basically, I just took all their fucking art courses. Mm-hmm. And then after the two years, I was like, cool, like, do I get my degree? And they're like, no, dude, like, you still have to take all of your math and science prerequisites. Isn't and that I was, a nice surprise? I was I like, oh, <laughs> I was like, well, uh, I guess we're done here. Right. I was like, I'm not a scientist. I took all the science. And they're like, yeah. no, bitch, you need math. I'm like, ah, oh, go fuck yourself. I'm not doing this <laughs> yeah. shit. I like pottery. That's when Jason was like, hey, dude, like, do you want to play guitar in this band? And at the time, like, I was definitely a less than mediocre guitar player. And Aww. The the further seems forever songs are fucking wild to play. Mm-hmm. They're so hard to play, but I was like, you know what? Like, I'll make it work. Like, I'll just make myself better. <laughs> they sent they sent me sheet music. Oh, <laughs> did you read music at the time? No, I don't know how to read music. <laughs> See, here we'll help him out. We'll send him sheet music. You're like, cool. So yeah. I have to learn another thing. I have to learn yeah. another language. So I hired this guy to read the music and then teach me how to play it on guitar, basically. And then I oh did God. that for like eight songs or whatever. And then I got down to Florida and like the first band practice there like not you're playing it wrong so i had to like relearn how to play all these songs you hired a translator and he taught you the wrong way yeah i mean like it was definitely like ballpark but the way that the stuff is played is just very strange it's like advanced chords and you know it's really just weird shit and it's so driving like lots of bands rely completely on the lyrics and further had that way of taking the guitar melodies and like overlapping them. Yeah, like super like melodic. You know, the two guitars are not playing the same thing. They're like two different things that are layered over each other. Tickling each other. Yeah, exactly. Bonnie's doing hand gestures that are just <laughs> a story nobody can see. <laughs> I was too. This is why we're friends, Brandon. Yep. You just, understand. I was just right. picturing you guys were both being <laughs> guitars playing different things. I can see it in my mind's eye. That's great. Oh, I had so like my funny. two hands, like you know, going closer and closer together. My fingers that's are what intertwined. She was doing. <laughs> Fucking weird. We're not even on video, you guys. And you're doing yeah. jazz hand fingers, where you're like <laughs> intertwining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. So Jason was like, "Bro, you want to like be in a band, or like, would you like to do math?" And you were like, "This is a really hard, complicated <laughs> decision. I'm already on the plane." Yeah. I'd like to see England eventually with another band. I'm going. Exactly. <laughs> I'm on my way. I'm on my. I'm on my way. Exactly. Oh, like happenstance. You were playing guitar just for like funsies. Like it was a hobby for you. You didn't yeah, I, expect to be in a band. I played some crappy hardcore bands in Minnesota. It was just all really easy shit. As soon as Further Seems Forever threw the book at me, I was like, oh fuck, I gotta actually learn how to play this thing. You're like, there's more. There's more to life. Yeah. That's amazing. So were you in bands in high school, middle school? Like when did you pick up a guitar and go, this feels good? I think high school. High school is probably my first band. My first guitar, I believe I got when I was like 13 or 14. And it was my dad's old guitar from the 60s, actually. Ooh, I love a dad hand-me-down. We all, like in our family, we all have dad guitars. It's great. You had a full collection. I don't know how to play. I have several. We all have many guitars (laughs) now. I love that. Brandon, do you enjoy singing? Uh, I used to. I just... I don't know. I guess I just came to grips. I'm just really not that good at it. I like to sing alone. I don't sing for anybody else. I like to sing Yo. along with other people's music. I tried to do like a little like 
solo thing actually when i was living with eric was when i was doing it and i like recorded nice. a couple songs just like acoustic guitar like harmonica you know typical nice no oh, typical just busting out the harmonica yeah. just whipped out some acoustic yeah and it was it was fun i just didn't really love it as much as i thought i was going to hmm. when i stopped touring with avalanche i like burnt myself out on music so much to where like i didn't even really like enjoy it you have to have an ego or an arrogance to really like go on a solo mission and like still love yourself afterwards i think yeah. i think it's ego it's like i think brandon sounds too nice and too he's genuine so to be humble like, and right. so nice nice guys with like a good conscience and moral compass can't roll solo and be like i'm the shit forever that's a weird thing <laughs> like that's yeah. not normal i'm the I, shit i don't weird. care enough about myself right. to market myself Same. as like i'm a prize and i think that's why no one sees me as a prize well, <laughs> i haven't told anyone when we market each yet. other and we're like you'll look at my sister <laughs> that's yeah all we're good at. like yeah. i think you're a prize i think you're all right that's brennan good. i think yeah. you're a prize well, thank you yeah. <laughs> you're all right i, I think you're all right <laughs> hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you ready to think about baby Olaf? I'll, I'll try. <laughs> Easter just happened. I like your adult angst towards Easter because you don't have the basket and the candy. If you had an Easter basket that showed up every year, mm -hmm. what would be your ideal basket fillings? Oh, fuck. What would be in your adult Easter basket? Either nostalgic or like, what would you want in it now? Okay, I start off 500 bucks. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, that's a real percentage. What are like a really like medium amount in, in, in an Easter egg? Like it's just kind right. of, oh, okay. You know, I love it. Pop it open. You're like, Oh, maybe there's five Easter eggs and there's a hundred dollars in each one. Oh, oh that's my God. Like, Ooh, I wonder what's in this one. <laughs> Hundo. 
Do you have to look for them or are they in the basket? I, I just like them when they're in the basket. Because when I was a kid and I have to go find them, I could never find them and I would get so upset. Aww. And then my mom would be like, it's, it's over there. You're getting warmer. You're getting warmer. <laughs> hey, buddy, use your eyes. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, it's right under your foot, bud. I'd <laughs> yep. like to go back in the house. <laughs> All right, 500 bucks. Okay, 500 bucks, a six-pack of Coors Light. Hells yeah. Um. <laughs> Some beef jerky. Ooh. It's a real Nashville basket happening right now. Snickers ice cream bar. (gasps) Um, You got to wake up and hurry to that basket. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's not Temperature controlled. This is a fictitious basket. I'm here for this. It stays forever frozen. Temperature's fine. And then I guess like an open-ended plane ticket to the beach somewhere. Oh. This is the best basket. That's a really good basket. I guess that'd be the basket because anything more than that would probably be. That wasn't crazy enough. Anything more than that's insane. You're so adorable. See, he, even when he gave himself more eggs, he divided the same I amount of money that. up between more eggs. He didn't say like 500 per egg. You're like 500's fun money. I don't need to yeah, get Yeah, that's wild. extra. That's yes. just like, ooh, what would I do if I just had 500 bucks and a beach ticket? So your wife has a matching basket, yes? Nice. Okay, okay yeah. You just go to a beach without her? <laughs> well, no, I mean, bye. Yeah, she's coming, obviously. <laughs> you just throw the half-frozen Snickers ice cream and you're like, good <laughs> enough. I'll be right back. <laughs> Here's 100. <laughs> now, if I ever went to a beach without her, she would skin me alive. That's for sure. Perfect. <laughs> I like her already. She's cool. She's got like a huge sense of humor, but it's very like 12-year-old boy sense of humor. Where it's all like poop and <gasps> Snarky jokes, and disarming. Yeah. That's my yeah. favorite. And you're like, girl, I relate to that. Let's <laughs> yeah. be together forever. She <laughs> had you at, that's what she said? That's perfect. <laughs> that was it. I, love, I love how sweet and modest your Easter basket is. Seriously. What's my, in your basket? my chubby kid brain was like, how much cunny? How big basket is? <laughs> I don't know. I want all cunny. <laughs> You're like candy. $500. And I was like, oh, he's so smart. <laughs> Think how much candy you could buy with that. Right? I'm like, I'm going for like practical culinary tools. I'm like a gift certificate for a kitchen remodel. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, Just there we thing. go. Can I get a whole expensive oil paint starter right? kit in yeah. a basket? Yep. And then I don't have to feel guilty when i don't touch it ever yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. can i leave these art supplies pristine? can i put them in the basket and then stick them in a spot where i can see them but mm-hmm. we'll pass them every day and never see that i see them oh my God. let's do that oh bonnie i remember when i bought that wood burner yeah like super jazzed about it. and you were working on the skateboard yeah so i got that razor tip on which is like super nice yeah. they're definitely not the cheapest things but as soon as i, I used it it literally just went back in the box and it just <gasps> sits in my garage <laughs> Of course. Nice. I have mine tucked away next to all of my paper under mm-hmm. my printer, and I know that it's there, and I could grab it any time and make something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. No. <laughs> Another useful question okay. for you. You had style as a youth. I saw the photos. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hair, clothes, accessories, anything. What is one style or trend you miss from back in the day? Oh, miss from back in the day. I feel like there's tons that people don't miss or would rather never see again. But, like, what do you miss? I guess I don't think the trend necessarily died, but I miss, like, dying and bleaching my hair all the time i thought that was fun. nice I thought that was fun everybody was doing it yeah orangey blonde you didn't even have to go like platinum you didn't even have to do it efficiently it was no. yes splotchier the better you could pull through the little things in yeah. the whole cap did you ever do like frost the, tips? the frosty tips <laughs> i did frosty tips i definitely uh, burnt my scalp numerous times bleaching my hair nice that was fun blisters are a rite of passage seriously you can bleach your hair now yeah. yeah no no it's not doesn't really work like that anymore 
anymore. You see, <laughs> you're like, same. no, I have a wife now. And she tells me, see, nah. First, first of all, I'm turning 40 in like a week and a half, so can't do it. But like, that's when you're supposed to go crazy, bro. Right. Yeah, but I'm also afraid like whatever hair I have right now, I really want to hold on to. So I'm not going to try to, like, I got hair. <laughs> <laughs> the grass is always greener right. like you don't care about it till it's gone totally i like I'm trying to think of like good examples of men who have bleached their hair recently and i can't think Dip of low. any <laughs> right exactly you're right. proving my point i can't think of any good <laughs> resources like i was like jonah hill did yeah. blonde for a minute and i was like Ugh. not a good example uh yeah Bieber went blonde when he also. had short hair, and I was like, "Nah, not a good, not yeah. a good one." That's a really good point. Uh, Pete what like <laughs> Pete Davidson? Nah, not a good one. Mm-hmm. There's like no good excuses Mm-mm. to As have blonde, right? But like when you were a kid, <laughs> having that like orange blonde, just like. The punk rock bleach spiky hair. madness yeah. putting yeah. the gel in there our little brother did egg whites so we could have those paste. perfectly yeah. shaped like hard cones oh my god his wow. hard on his head it would yeah. last forever and turn real gross looking i'm later. sure it smelled god. fucking crazy too and, you know i try not to smell him <laughs> yeah man now now trends that i definitely hope do not resurface would be well i used to wear women's jeans for quite a few years i'd say mm-hmm. i hope that doesn't ever come back like the post hardcore yeah, that like became a thing you can just go buy skinny jeans now so yeah. women's jeans were like great for the look but yeah. like you couldn't fucking carry anything no no <laughs> and you know how many guitar players i saw do that like cool wide hardcore stance while playing and later i was like why are you so wide, bro? And they were like, because my pants were falling down. Because these are women's jeans. <laughs> and my chunky white belt from Hot Topic or Zoomies is not holding it's it up. It's fashion, actually weighing it down. Yep. Right. Yep. They're not great. But if you can picture half of your touring van life, mm-hmm. how much of that van life sleep was fucked up because you were sleeping in women's jeans? Oh my. I mean, that's a good point. It's just like strangulation you know is that the word yeah (laughs) they were so tight yeah that's the dream of going home it's like nine months on the road then you go home to mom's house and you're like yo boxers yeah i could wear regular gym shorts pajamas right yeah my favorite look of yours Hmm. that super long hair like super long and you were so good at having like the thick dark shiny bangs that you'd toss to the side (laughs) you know you're like playing guitar rocking out and then you have to go in for the chorus and bang swoop it was so cool people literally grew their hair out to like try to have what you had and you were like no big deal my hair is naturally like super fine and very very straight i never had to do like the whole i would never do that either that's 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 where i cross the line like no i need a secret i need you to tell me if jason gleason um straightened his little pompadour thing like straightened it up with a hair straightener no no that dude is just naturally he's just naturally a beautiful man well here comes the favorite part of mine i hope you're having a good time i am having a great time we're gonna compliment you now So this is usually the part where you're like, you were stoked to have a beer in you because you're like, okay, I could take it. You have no beers in you, man. So you just have to take it straight up. As you said, you just do it raw. (laughs) Let them shower over you. 
I hope we do you justice. Shannon, would you like to start? <gasps> yeah. Okay, I never I let you start. I know. That's great. I was like, why? <laughs> what are you up to? Well, mine will be brief because I'm just technically meeting you virtually for the first time, even though I feel like I've listened to everything you've made. So that's kind of like (laughs) you are one of Bonnie's band friends from her history of having some of the best times of her life. In photos and things, I can always tell who her people really are because those photos are insanely personal, even like (laughs) in a sea of fucking scene hair. Yeah. You two smush face together. This smile. You could tell Bonnie's serious face when she's like in a group photo, really giving it. She's like there for the purpose. She gives no fucks in pictures with you where she's just smiling with her whole face. Yeah. And you guys have a connection that has lasted the test of time. You've talked like you guys just talked yesterday, you know, like you talk like you just talked on the phone mm-hmm. and you got off the phone with his mom in Minnesota first. <laughs> it's very cute. I love meeting people that make Bonnie smile with her whole face. I feel like I got mixed into the fold of like cool friendship stories. I was around adjacent. Those are all Bonnie's memories and pictures. I just feel like I was there for it because she has so many photographs. Totally. It's been really nice to get to know you. And I just think you're wonderful. Thank you so much. Olaf the Berserker. (laughs) My dear friend. We have reconnected more over the past few months like via art which i think is really fun we were talking about how you're one of those people who no matter how much time has gone by we pick right back up where we left off and i was saying it's because i think just our base of our friendship was just so pure and so genuine and we met so early on that like we never had any sort of expectations from the other person when you came into town i was just happy to see you when I added more tour dates to my personal life and called in sick for work and you didn't expect that and I just showed up like it was always just everything was fun everything was light it was just like such a comfortable connection that I could just always be myself around you. It's been so fun to watch you grow in your art. You're so talented. You've grown into such like a cool man and it's (laughs) It feels weird to say because I feel like when we met, we were just, we thought we were grown as shit because we could like get on planes and stuff, but we were all those baby faces, teeny tiny little babies. Like we didn't really know anything about life. And those times really taught me a lot about what I expected from people, Mm -hmm. how I wanted to be treated Mm -hmm. by friends and family. You had to grow into all these experiences. And I've just watched you stay a super cool humble guy like you're Brandon you are something special and you've always been special you have a sparkle and a light in you and I'm so happy that you're getting to like touch lies every day and put beautiful artwork on people and get to hear people's crazy ideas and like turn them into something with your own brain and then you're experimenting Mm -hmm. with different mediums and that you have like a dope ass wife and zen fishing and all this stuff that is like when i met you i never would have wished for anything more ideal for you is to just find what truly makes you happy and find your passions i just think you're such a wonderful person and i'm so lucky to have met you when i did and for us to have a friendship that can withstand time and you're just so cool Oh, thank thanks, you. Bonnie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You said it's the first podcast I ever did. So I was really like, I was like, Yay! oh, I was like, you did uh, a great job. Like, I've Seriously. Done, I've done like interviews with the band, you know, but there's also, there's four other guys there. And then, you know, I just kind of chime in whenever I want or whatever. So it's never been like a, okay, like you're the guest. 
Let's hear about your childhood. And you're like, yeah. oh, is this trauma therapy? You're really good at it too. Do you guys need me to be a third host for this show now? So oh, like- 100%. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. You're still so passionate about music. Are you allowed to talk about your project? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's. I've been writing for this this project for probably like five years or something. I've always been like a metalhead, so this isn't. It's not metal, but it's pretty heavy and dark and melodic. I listen to a lot of like really moody music, so that's definitely like pouring through pretty hard. But it's fun because like I'm playing bass, I'm playing guitar, I'm playing slide guitar. Um, doing some other stuff. And then my buddy Tyler, um, he plays drums. He lives down here as well. Tyler Logan, he's from upstate New York, actually. He's a great guy, super talented, but he's a lot like me where we both got full-time jobs. So it's just kind of like happening as it happens. And uh, we basically just kind of like push each other. Like, all right, dude, like line up that next song so I can start recording guitars on it. And then if I'm slacking, he's like, hey man, like, did you work on that song at all? And it's it's been like a cool, like, breath of fresh air you know what this sounds like which is kind of funny our dad was extremely musical Mm -hmm. and when he became a dad and backburnered a lot of his band life yeah you're you're in a dad band now yeah 100 percent. you get to you guys get to jam jam, because dad would be like hey so-and-so is gonna come over and we have to finish this part of this track and then i have to put drums on it like that's (laughs) you're in a dad band Uh but that was the chillest time of his musical life was just doing what he loved Uh like that's the coolest shit you get to just lay out however you. it's great and since there's no i mean we might play live one day i don't know as i'm like writing and recording stuff i'm like i could layer fucking 69 guitars on this thing right now if i wanted to and you know it doesn't yep. matter because i'll never have to play it live <laughs> okay brandon okay for the people that want to see your wonderful art mm-hmm. or even pictures of your your fishing i know your fishing profile is like more personal it is so my instagram is uh brandon swanson tattoo that's just tattoo singular it's got all my work on there also has like a contact like if you want to get in touch with me i believe there's like a there's like a texting line so you can like text me versus email i feel like it's just a lot faster nice and then what's the name of the shop that you work at it's a uh, victory tattoo so there's two victory tattoos i work at the one that's in marathon village so it's a uh, nice. it's victory tattoo marathon uh, victory underscore tattoo underscore marathon is that one i'm there tuesday through saturday from 11 to 7 if you're ever in nashville you should definitely come by it's in a really cool historical oh, building are. yeah they used to manufacture marathon automobiles in there so cool yeah now it's all it's like retail stuff so there's like olive oil store there's a bar there's a wine tasting there's a whiskey tasting there's a tat shop there's a harley davidson store <laughs> that's so cool that sounds like nashville and everything yeah. smells like old wooden leather somehow you're yep. like Ooh, nice. yep it's rugged and i need a tattoo mm-hmm. <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on our teeny tiny little podcast Seriously, thank you for having so me fun you yeah. are a gentleman and just a wonder and a delight fucking love you man love you guys too thanks for having me and uh, I look forward to hearing more podcasts. <laughs> you enjoy the rest of your wonderful day. Bye. Cool. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, my goodness. Yes. This episode was dope. So dope. We hope you agree. Yes. 
Do you want to come hang out with us outside the podcast? Where can they do that, Shannon? Um, There's a few different places. You could find us on Instagram at no, you are that. Don't forget the no. And you can see all kinds of sneak peeks and stories and good stuff. You can also find us on Facebook. Just simply type in you are that and you'll either get a group or our main page. You could join both or one or whatever. We also have a TikTok. All the weird shit is happening on the TikTok because there are no rules. Get you ready. Do whatever you want. Yeah. What's we may be old, but we're not dead. We can tick and we can talk. <laughs> and that is You Are That podcast. So come find us, follow us, like us, share us, do all the weird things, and let us know what content is speaking to you on there because it's going to be so all over the place. Oh my God. That if something sticks and you're like, oh my God, I need to see more Seriously. of this weird thing. Honestly, send us your duets of things you want us to duet. <laughs> send us weird things to blind react. We're into it. We're just going to go with the flow. We also have a web store where Indeed. you can buy merch related to the podcast or related to just 80s and 90s nostalgia mm -hmm. it makes your heart happy and that is located at youarethatmerch.com it's very nice indeed and you could also support us by uh donating a buck or more on patreon and getting some behind the scenes action and mm -hmm. some other interesting bonuses and uh what's our patreon again bon? patreon.com forward slash you are that there it is Support us with no dull hairs by yes. rating and reviewing anywhere you are listening to this podcast right now. Do it right now. We'll wait. Thank you. Oh my good. god, thank that you was for good. Doing that, that was so good. Oh, you did a really great job. It. Five stars. Oh <sighs> my god, you're so kind. You're so sweet. <sighs> we see you. We thank love you. you. Thank, thank you. you. All right, bye. I really should have been tambourining for someone. Or cowbelling at the very least. At the least. I know. Should have You're just like, brought like, one. Been like, just all right, I'm here. the tambourine and just, you know, because I was always like, just stage Yoko right. Oh, you know, I could band. just like shimmy out there with that tambourine dude, and dude. wait for someone to kick me off stage. When's my part? <laughs> When's my part? Every part's my part, Brandon. We have matching phone right. bills. It's like I'm in your band. <laughs> <laughs> 